Hey, this is Ronnie LeBlanc from Expedition Bigfoot, and you're listening to The Paranomaly Zone. Hey there, paranormal ponderers. This is the Paranomaly Zone, your place for all things paranormal, strange, and mysterious. And yes, it is time for The Last Call. My name is Patrick Hoffenberg, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host with the ghosts, the paranormal poster boy himself, Mr. Michael Carbono. Mike, are you ready? Are no, you ready? Not for this. I am not ready. <laughs> are you ready? To dive into a little cryptid known, not literally dive, hopefully not literally, to dive into some deep discussion before coming to our conclusion. It's time for yay or nay, no shades of gray. Are you ready for some bat squatch, Mike? <laughs> bat squatch, baby. Yeah. Woohoo! I don't know. It might be a lot more like bat squat. Well, oh, good. But, oh, good Lord. Where the hell's my lame sound effects for that one? <laughs> Back squat. Oh, well, well, Mike's computer, Mike, you find that funny, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> I'm working at it. Yeah, good. Yeah, Let's this is it. fascinating. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, by Very the, fascinating. When we wrap up this, ep, uh, this episode, when we wrap up this version of The Last Call, we are going to come to either conclusion A Yay. or conclusion B. <laughs> So if you can't figure that out, that is yay or nay, no shades of gray. Mike, you confessed a wee bit of ignorance. Uh, yeah, I've never the, heard of this before. And to I, the I, bat squatch. Uh, before out of all the uh, cryptids that we've went over and lists that we've gone over, and then I, <laughs> I don't ever remember seeing this. And you are very capable <laughs> of making a yay or nay, no shades of gray decision on Based upon what little knowledge you have garnered uh, doing oh, yeah. research yeah. for this episode, well, and then we'll so. discuss it, and we'll that's we'll go true. from there too. So we we have been known to kind of sway each other's opinions during our discussions, yeah. during our bantering back and forth here. So absolutely, yeah. This is um, as I said, this is time for the last call. It's quickly proving to be a popular segment of the Paranomaly Zone podcast. I'm looking forward to this one, Mike. So, Mike, talk to me a little bit about your knowledge of the supposed bat squatch. And for those out there who are going, what the hell? What in God's name is a flipping bat squatch? Well, you know what a bat is. You know, the, yes. the, the flying rodents, bats that spent an entire summer terrifying me, but we won't go into that. And you know what a sasquatch supposedly is so put the two together bat squatch what do you yeah. get some wacky crazy cryptid uh what do you got mike well you know 
you would think that it, it it's like a like a Bigfoot with wings, but it it, it does have its differences. Yeah, it does. Um, it does. Yeah, you know, like the description of it. Um, I'm just going to read this real quick. Um, it's the best way to get across what it looks like. You know, picture this. Get a mental image of this in your head. Yep, yeah, I'm doing it right now. This is, mm, I'm sending this my image. Creature was said to have yellow eyes, a dog-like muzzle, blue fur, sharp teeth. What's a blue fur? Bird-like. Yeah, blue fur, <laughs> sharp teeth, bird-like feet, and leathery bat-like wings. That span up to 50 feet. Good Lord. Are you sure you're reading the, you've read the same stuff I've read? (laughs) In addition, Basquatch is said to be nine feet tall and it has the ability to affect car engines. Goodness gracious. (laughs) That's pretty, that's some pretty uh, potent right there. My God. Now, is it, some is it like crappy, a fancy stuff? Is it like a hairy flying mechanic where it's uh, affecting people's car engines or is it doing it like, I don't know. Telepathically uh, well, you know or if, what's happening here? If this thing with its description, if it's flying over a car and it shits on it, <laughs> yeah. that's going to cause some damage. Well, imagine how far you could fling that poo, that bat squatch poo <laughs> with those, that 50 foot wingspan, you know, that, that, that covers yeah. a good radius. As it's flying, it takes its claw like hand and does a monkey grab on his <laughs> ass and pulls out a piece of poop and, <laughs> and throws it. <laughs> hey, BSP, bat squatch poo. Ah, uh, yeah, I, I love it. Not, not really. You know, I, I, Nasty. Will, I will profess my ignorance, Mike. I'd never heard of it. Uh, of all of my, and my vast knowledge my vast years of studying the bat squatch, I have never heard of it being described as having blue fur. Yeah, that's kind of weirded me out a little bit. That is very odd. So, very odd. so is that more like plumage? Is it like feathers? Or is it actual fur? That's that's kind of interesting. Well, there's a picture of it here. It's got fur. It looks like fur. It looks like a werewolf kind of head. Yeah. Well, you said, and, uh, you said like it's got a hell of a six pack. It's a dog-like muzzle, so yeah, I can see yeah. the, the werewolf resembling claw-like there. hands and feet. Yeah, so this is more like a flying werewolf, I think, than a a blue one at that. And a watch. <clears throat> yeah, you know but, when you uh, said, I think it's that one, um, that one character from uh, Monsters Inc. Oh sure, yeah. Uh, oh, John Goodman voice somebody. Yeah, yeah, was it Mike or or is that the other one that I don't remember that uh, Billy Crystal did or Sully? I do not recall. Was that his name? I don't know. All I know is when you said blue fur, and I go, "What the hell's a blue fur?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, it reminded me of a joke in the classic 1985 film Spies Like Us, starring Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> And I love that Chase. movie. I got to watch it again. And at one point, when they're first dropped, you know, uh, unknowingly on their own mission, on their first mission, and they're standing in the woods, and they're about to be surrounded by all these warriors who's going to who are going to attack them in various different ways. They're like ninjas almost. But anyways, before the ninjas appear, they hear these odd animal noises, and Chevy Chase goes, "What's that?" And Dan Aykroyd goes, "Yeah, it's a dick for." Chevy goes, what's a dick fur? To pee with. (laughs) (laughs) 
Anyways. Uh, I remember when they came out of those woods and they had all those lights on and yeah. <laughs> like, like they're aliens. And <laughs> yeah, I, if right. I remember, it was, it's been so many years since I've seen it. Was, but was it Dan Aykroyd going, nang, 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 They're making wonderful <laughs> making noises. These noises. Like that. Yep. That's, that's a, that's classic. Yeah. yeah. I love that movie. Classic stupidity. <laughs> it's good stuff. Good stuff. But anyways, uh, back to, back to bat squatch, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Various stories. Um, the ones that I am most familiar with are, believe it or not, alleged to have occurred in, uh, right in my uh, within my next door neighbor here, statewide, in Wisconsin. Right, that's right. Um, that, that's kind of too close for comfort for me. If this thing is real, um, that's kind of terrifying. And I yeah. eyewitnesses, you know, they swear on you know their you know the proverbial swear on their parents grave type thing you know it's they they saw what they saw they know what they saw and it's i'm not one to sit there and look someone in the face who's terrified and sincere mm-hmm. and say i saw this and say no you didn't yeah you're not going to call him a liar no it's but if if you're out grilling in your yard and you got your dogs out there and yeah. and uh and then what happened there? Oh, you got voices oh, speaking to oh, you. Oh, first alert. A thunderstorm warning has been issued. Wow, cool. Oh, goodness gracious. Anyway, um, you know, you're grilling and then uh, some wolf squatchy bat-like thing comes and dips down and takes your, your chicken off the grill. <laughs> it's like, damn uh, it. In one claw and then Vigo in the other and flies no, off. No, not Vigo, not Vigo, <laughs> not Posse, not Macy, not Mary, not anybody, okay? It's no, not going to be carrying nobody. anyone off. No one yeah. is going to well, be taking Or how about your cooler full of beer? That draw. I'm drawing <laughs> the line there. You know, you can take the, <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, then you got a <laughs> drunk bat squatch and he's peeing all over the places you're flying over the houses no, oh, Jesus. nothing is worse than an inebriated yep. bat squatch man that's it's one <laughs> thing when they're sober but when they're drunk they're really hard to handle i could imagine <laughs> uh it sounds like we're being flip we're being flipping and joking about this we but, are but well people, it's such a crazy thing but people claim to have seen this mike yes and in, in other places too i mean you know um, Tacoma, Washington, for God's sakes. I mean, yes, it's, it's all a over lot the place. in Washington and Oregon, uh, seen it, seen near Mount St. Helens in the 1980s. Mm-hmm. Um, there it's, it, it talks about it's uh, resembling a flying primate similar to the Ahul and the Orang Bati of Southeast Asia. Mm. Hmm. And, and you know, there's that's not the first alleged cryptid sighting in at Mount St. Helens, by the way, Mike. I mean, they're. There are infamous stories right. about like oh, and and, and uh, UFO sightings, UFO and... sightings, like a family, a Sasquatch. I mean, mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff that supposedly is going on in Mount St. Helens. Um, was it prior to it erupting or after it erupting? I do not recall. Well, volcanoes have a a source of things like that. I I think that are. What do you mean by kinda, a source of things well, like, like that? UFOs and things like that? Oh, are a um, source of okay. I got gotcha. yeah. I've seen yeah. I've seen. Uh, video footage of uh, volcanoes that have been erupting and you'll see like a, a, a light, like a white light that's zipping around in there or whatever. Mm, sure, sure, um, sure. In fact, and I, I'm going to have to dig these pictures out. And I think I got them in my drawers here somewhere in my podcast desk, some pictures that I've taken in the, of the Philippines. And when I was there with the volcano going up, the Mount Pinatubo that I thank God survived. Yeah. Um, uh, 
I have, I have looked at these pictures of that. I have taken of the volcano erupting and, and? there are some where I've looked close with like my jeweler's loop that I have because I, you know, I collect certain stones and yeah. rocks and minerals and, but it, anyway, and I have seen in, in some of these pictures, a white light that just like I've seen in these videos of a UFO that's zipping around. Really? I've actually caught one on one of my photographs. I don't think I've ever told you that. You have never told me that. And I am angry at you for never yeah. telling me that. And you yeah. have these pictures still? Oh, sure I do. Yeah. Where? Like I said, I think in one of my drawers in my podcast desk. That close? Well, I'd have to dig there. Like every one of my drawers here is like a junk drawer. Oh, <laughs> so. but, but st- I thought you were going to say like they're buried in your boxes in your basement type thing. You know? Oh, no, no. They're closer than that. Much, my God, yes. Mike. Along wow. with some some scantily dressed uh, Filipino ladies. Oh, well, okay. Well, better <laughs> no, they're wearing swimming suits. Better them than you. I don't need to see <laughs> that stuff. So, hey, Mike, can you do me a favor maybe? Can you dig those out when we're done recording or... Before the weekend's over or something like that? Uh, I can do that before the weekend is, is over. I, I yeah, will. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I will do that. That'd be great. I appreciate that. I want to see that. But shit. yeah, I, you know, I, I've looked at him and I, I saw that and I was like, oh, that's pretty interesting. But you know how I am with, you know, <laughs> I can see a ghost in my house and then I that's can a, go on. That's exactly Go ahead it. and eat another French fry and another uh-huh. bite of my hot dog after that happens and Ooh, watch TV. That. Oh, <laughs> a, a shadow person just walked past my kitchen door. <laughs> Hey, pass the ketchup, will ya? You know, it's like, yeah. come on, Mike. Yeah. Me, me, There's my, the ghost cat. Uh, yeah. Get me another Coke. I'd be sitting there with my jaw on the floor <laughs> and, you know, hyperventilating probably. <laughs> and Mike's like, come on now. It's just a shadow person. No yeah. big deal. Oh, by the way, did I tell you I discovered another time portal in my house? Oh, really, really? Mike? Okay, sure. You know, oh, okay. I thought you were going to tell me a good story there. No, I'm But talking, you're just no, I'm, talking about me. I'm okay. talking about you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> no. I have two hours of missing time today, but yeah, that's uh, right. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Last thing I remember is speaking to someone with a large bulbous head and it wasn't Patrick. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, listen, I don't want to talk to some guy with two bulbous heads. <laughs> no, 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 no. You draw the line there. I want to fly through a couple of these things as fast as I can, Mike. Uh, yes. This is according to my Let's awesome the situation one of uh an awesome book in my cryptid alien ghost collection here this one is american monsters i've mentioned this before yes awesome looking book history of monster lore legends and sightings in america written by the awesome linda godfrey and she has a chapter here devoted exclusively to bat squatch that's about a 20 page chapter damn near Hmm. Uh, i'm not going to torture all of you by reading through it, but I do have to read a little bit to give you some details. This is one sighting that occurred in Wisconsin, okay? Goes as such. Uh, this took place on the evening of September 26, 2006. Not that long ago, 15 years or so. Took place around 9.30 p.m. in the evening and involved men who were driving home from a music rehearsal in the Mississippi River City of La Crosse. So it's La Crosse, Wisconsin. Mm. Uh, the son of the duo was at the wheel as their pickup truck uh, drove along the hill of Briggs Road in the rural area between La Crosse and Holman. They were passing a private shooting range on their right when a great dark thing. Did you laugh when I said shooting range? Or did you cough? Uh, no, I, I oh. coughed a little okay, bit. Okay, sorry. 
when on their right appeared a great dark thing that flew out of the dark black night, completely blotting out their windshield with its immense wings. Mm. As the men braced for a collision with this thing, the creature's appearance scared them even more than the prospect of actually crashing into it. The dark thing's bat-like wings unfurled to a span wider than the truck. The men estimated to, estimated the wingspan to be between 10 and 12 feet and were attached to, here we get weird, a human-sized, furry, roughly bat-like body topped by a canine face, mm. large, sharp fangs, pointed ears the creature extended the creature's extended arms and legs ended in a prominent claw or claws the men could also clearly see its rib cage as it bore down on the truck shortly thereafter it threw a large handful of poop on the windshield (laughs) there is a poop that goes again (laughs) and maybe it was blue by the way but it was dark and they couldn't tell (laughs) that's just one sighting and it's interesting because um, the witness here who says who goes by the name Wahali, that's his Cherokee name, he says that it looked hungry. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I have two short instances here of sightings. I'm not finished. Oh. <laughs> God. I am not finished. Jeez. <laughs> Excuse the hell out of I me. I summoned my I summoned my <laughs> inner Reeking. Ross Perot. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Can I finish? Can I finish? <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> that was funny. I had to do okay, that. Okay, go thing. ahead. I'm I'm I am <laughs> because I, I had I have a couple things to point out here. He says the son, okay, his son to swerved it. to avoid the creature, which then shot upward at the last second before impact and disappeared over some nearby trees, and it it left, Mike, guess guess what? Emitting a piercing shriek, just like you Mm. said, describing me. (laughs) And the the witnesses both claimed to have immediate feelings of nausea to go along with their fear after seeing this. So Mm. it's interesting about the uh, nausea. He claims that his son threw up seven or eight times, was gagging and sick all day night after seeing mm. that now was that purely psychological because they were fearful of whatever that was that they saw or was it something else it could be um did it it didn't say anything about it affecting the car's engine or the mm. truck's engine i did not no not it does no, it not didn't, say anything because no. i was wondering if that happened and there was some kind of a electromagnetic force that did that that it, it emits and that could have made somebody sick as well okay sure 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 but, sure but it could have been a bad case of nerves. It says, um, yeah, questions here whether or not they were sickened by fear or by the sound of the shriek. Sure. Sound wave. Um, the author points out that it says that certain sound wave ranges have been shown to cause physical illness in humans. Hmm. Like I just said. Yeah. So um, <laughs> perhaps the shriek, whatever they heard. The right actually, frequency. Actually physically turned them, uh, turned their tummies upside down. So, yeah, well, I'm sure that could happen. What do you have there, Mike? Now I'm finished now, so it's okay. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I won't. I let you finish. I let you finish. I let you finish. I will not shriek into <laughs> our listeners' ears no more. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, okay. So these these do uh, 
go a little bit deeper into different uh, details. Uh, the first one, on April 1994, Brian Canfield was driving in Washington's Pierce County when his truck suddenly died. Canfield said a large creature landed in front of him. He said it was human-like, nine feet tall, with black bat-like wings, and also sported a coat of blue fur. There's the blue fur. Ever yeah. since then, it has not been seen, and skeptics dismiss it as a hoax. Hmm. Um, it goes on to say a possible second sighting was reported in 2009 near Mount Shasta. Oh, uh, that's Mount another, Shasta. that's another, another place that has just tons of, uh, paranormal activity. That might be a, a, a podcast topic in itself right there. Oh, absolutely. That'd be fantastic. I, I would love that. Um, several hikers witnessed a huge creature with leathery wings. This is where it, again, it says spanning 50 feet. Man, that's ridiculous. That's ginormous. And it flew out of a crevice in the mountain. Must have been a big crevice. <laughs> Does that even qualify as a crevice anymore? If it's bigger, what's than that? that flying out of your crevice? <laughs> I don't want to know. But go ahead. <laughs> At first, an eyewitness described the creature as having a head similar to a pterodactyl. So now that's you know like a totally different sure. creature. Yeah, yeah, I get it though. However. Upon reconsideration, the witness claimed it was more akin to a flying fox bat. Yeah, see, that's just too up and down and iffy and is that that's the same witness who says it was over fifty feet in wingspan that they yes they possibly it must it was possibly just an actual fox bat. Well, I know fox bat can get very big. I saw a tree full of them in the Philippines, and they're monsters, but they but are far from having feet? a fifty foot wings, yeah. wingspan. Yeah. But so, they're cute when they're babies. But the thing is, you know, that's, um, you know, fear tends to make you exaggerate. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, Mike, I'm, I'm, I'm ignorant here. When you say fox bat, I think of a fruit bat. Are, are they this one in the same? No. Well, a fox, a flying fox, they're very, very large. Fruit bats, I think they're. Fruit bats are they, huge. They could be in the same the same thing. Okay. Um, I might have, have to look, look into that, that up and yeah, see, see if there's what kind of difference there might be. But yeah, um, there's one more here. Uh, on June 2011, Phoenix Tiraz, which is a pseudonym, yeah, if you're going to change your name, change it to Phoenix Tiraz, <laughs> uh, was in his yard walking his dog. He went to pick up the dog when he saw something in the sky. He said the following. I saw something flying in the sky. It had bat wings, blue fur, and had a face similar to eyes glowing red. Hmm. It was about nine feet tall at the least. After I watched it, just after I watched it, just flew away. On April 14th, 2014, at Archbishop Hoban High School in Akron, Ohio. Holy crap. <laughs> a second period Spanish class spotted a giant black mass zip by the window of the classroom. No kidding. At incredible speed. An entire the class, class. Yeah. The class came claims it was about nine feet tall with a 20 to 30 foot wingspan. They're all very specific hmm. when it comes to nine feet. Every one of those said yeah. nine feet tall. Yeah. Ever seen the movie Jeepers Creepers? I have actually. Yes. Oof. Many, Maybe many years like ago. That. Many years Love ago, but it is, it is creepy. No, no pun yeah. intended there, but yeah. 
So, but hmm. sincerely, an entire classroom. What what great age group was the class again? Does it say? Um, it was a. It was in high school. Okay. And more importantly, it was a second period Spanish class. Interesting. <laughs> I don't know why that's more important, but okay. No, that's <laughs> yeah. Just I just threw that in there. I'm interested. I'm I'm intrigued by those specifics. Like I said, they were all. Yeah. I mean, you every one of those had blue fur and nine feet tall and an immense wingspan. So yeah. Except one at first looked like a pterodactyl head. Yeah. Well, maybe that's the only thing they could think of to describe it. Right. You know, that's another thing. People Mm. claim to still see living dinosaurs, including pterosaurs up there in in the skies, Mike. Um, Absolutely. And, and why not? I, I, I don't, uh, I don't poo poo that. No, absolutely not. Uh, Another witness here. The author just simply refers to him as Bill because he does not want to be identified. He claims in the same area here in La Crosse, Wisconsin, in the summer of 2005, so a year before the original sighting I read, I shared, in June of 2005, Bill began to hear what sounded like a large animal traipsing around upon his rooftop at night. Now, this is in June, so it's not Santa's reindeer. Mm -hmm. People in the neighborhood also started to complain that their pets were disappearing. Bill himself lost two of his own animals within one week. Bill's friend Jim, who also does not want to be identified, who lived only a half a block away, one evening that summer, Jim said he had stepped out for a bedtime cigarette when something massive swooped into a tree... In his backyard. That's kind of creepy if you think about it in itself. Does you see something just giant landing in your tree in your backyard? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the branches yeah, on the I don't tr- like it. The branches on the very large tree, according to Jim, shook wildly enough so that he knew it was something bigger than an owl or another normal nocturnal bird. Now that's important to point out because that's the first thing that popped in my mind was what was it an owl? I mean, owls are mm-hmm. massive. Um, yeah, they they can they're. Yeah, like the great horned owl, oh. but still not not as big as what these things what these things are seem alleged to be. to be. He says that the creature was hidden by thick foliage, and when Jim tried to approach it, the intruder or creature quickly quickly flapped over to Jim's garage, where it <laughs> then ran along the roof. Before Ooh. then launching itself into the air and into the darkness. Wow. And as it flew away into the darkness, it said, stay away. I'll scratch your eyes out. <laughs> it sure did. How'd you know that? That's how. <laughs> that's exactly know. what he is written down here right now. <laughs> um, <clears throat> anyway. He says he never got a good look at it. So that's important to know as well. But he says he was extremely freaked out. And Bill, his buddy Bill, also observed the same strange shaking tree phenomenon when he began sitting down on his deck at night in attempts to actually see the creature. Mm. For a while, he noticed nothing except motion sensor lights switching on and off for no apparent reason, as well as unexplainable lights in the sky that would shoot in one direction or another and moves too fast and erratic to have been simply airplanes. And finally, one night, he was lucky enough to catch a glimpse of the actual tree shaker. And no, it wasn't his buddy Jim. He watched in disbelief 
from inside his house as a five-foot-tall creature, five feet tall now. A juvenile. With long hind legs, legs, slunk quietly out of a tree and climbed onto his children's playground set. Oh, my God, that's creepy. (laughs) (laughs) He says the yard was too dark to make out details of the creature's appearance, but he said that it moved smoothly and naturally and that it, quote, seemed very sly. It Mm. kind of resembled the way Gollum appears in the Lord of the Rings movies, you know, the, the movies based upon the Lord of the Rings books, obviously. It looked yeah. hairless, its eyes didn't glow, the hands and feet looked longer than normal, and its legs were longer than they should have been for a usual biped. Anyways, creepy, creepy stuff. We have This book is loaded with an awesome chapter on this supposed bat squash. I want everyone to go out there and mm. buy American Monsters by Linda Godfrey. We're coming up on a half an hour already, Mike. We're having too much fun with this, but time is winding up, winding down. We're running out I of know. time. I know, up, down, and all around. I need to stop yelling at you to let <sighs> me finish, and so we can Shut finish. Shut the hell up. Shut it. <laughs> you, got any, you got any other uh, examples, Mike, or do we need to wrap it up for a year? No, I, I have no more, but... Uh, um, it's all very intriguing, that's for sure. We gave you guys just a tiny little taste of what Bat Squatch is supposedly all about. Again, uh, sightings have <clears throat> taken place all over the country. Uh, you know, and then this last part that you were reading about where, um, you know, how it, how it comes out of the trees and yeah. appears and, and, and these bright lights in the sky, um, it could be like another dimensional being like the Sasquatch. Like it's a, a cousin, a winged cousin of Sasquatch. It is a, actually yeah. uh, uh, multidimensional and it, uh, these lights in the sky could be a connection between UFOs and this creature as well as uh, UFOs and Bigfoot. Yeah. You never know. I mean, we hear so many, we hear the link between the two so often, Mike, between Bigfoot yeah. sightings and, you know, hearing it more, more often lights in the sky, man. And orbs, <laughs> you know, orbs darting in yeah. about the woods. Um, well, Mike, it's that time, man. It's time for the last call. Yay or nay, no shades of gray. Considering all of your vast knowledge of bat squash <laughs> <laughs> and mine, uh, what do you think, buddy? Uh, do you think there? Again, you can't straddle the fence. You got to say yay no. or nay. You can, you can, you know, place your argument for either. Uh, you can say why you may be straddling the fence, but in the end, you have to make a decision. What say? Yeah. What say you? Well, you know, considering that there are so many points of of uh, where these things have been seen. Um. We don't know how credible the eyewitnesses were, but they seemed pretty, pretty sure of what they had seen. Um, we do have the classroom that of how many children saw it describe the same thing. Um, if that's really happened, um, there are so many different cryptids in this world that we haven't even heard of before, or that no are that have never been seen even by anybody. I think that. Just about anything can creep out of the woods, out of the, the deep forest, uh, come out of some portal from another dimension at any time, anywhere. Uh, I like I'm gonna say, going to say, yay, this is something, there is something to this. Whoa, Mike, in regards to Bat Squatch, yay or nay, no shades of gray, Mike says. Yay. All right. 
a little excitedly. more, yeah, a little more enthusiastically than, um, Yay. but man, I like where that, I like your, uh, your explanation there, Mike. I like your open-mindedness. Yeah. Um, and trust me, everybody, Mike has given a nay to a topic or two that we have covered. So it's not like he's, he's, he gives the, um, he doesn't take this lightly. No, uh, I don't folks. So I really like your argument there, Mike, about the idea of pot, you know, portals coming yeah. out of anywhere and anything that we can't even imagine. Right. We, well, and like Bigfoot has been seen even in North Dakota where there isn't yeah. a lot of trees. I mean, there's a report where I, I have gone many times for my job. It's like, there's no way that a Bigfoot can, you know, seclude himself into <laughs> a deep wooded area because yeah, it's not just not there i think there's like what 12 trees in north dakota i mean <laughs> oh well you know there are places no i know i'm teasing but i, but, I get uh, your point. yeah but uh you know that's where the portal thing comes in i mean if there's no if there's no place for bigfoot to hide but yet there are reports of it being seen mm-hmm. i think that leads to more credence of a, of a portal that it comes in and and goes as an interdimensional being yeah, yeah. Yeah, when you you know when you when you think of the concept of interdimensional beings, that just opens up. Well, that just everything. opens everything up so much. Yeah. I mean, that, that's like you're like, wow, how can I say no to anything? I mean, it's basically whatever you can imagine. Who's to say it's not out there somewhere? Right. But. <laughs> no. Man, I really want to say yay to Bat Squatch just because reading some of those accounts literally did give me the creeps a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, maybe it's just the author is a really good storyteller and the way she writes it and just kind of hits you. It's like, Oh, that's creepy. Well, those people are out there. Yeah. You know, you know, but you know, I'm not saying that's what Linda Godfrey is. Oh, exactly. You know, she's right. an awesome, no. awesome researcher. She does her due diligence 10 times over, if not more. Get a hold that. of her. Get, get her on the show. Oh, good idea. That's a great idea. Um, Absolutely. I'm yes. sure there's some contact info there somewhere. She does some fantastic work, that's for sure. Um, man, just because I have to choose Mike, and I don't want to be a damn downer. I do not want to be a downer. <laughs> I want to believe in this creepy son of a bitch. Oh, I know. I agree. But I have to give it a... I have to. That's the point of the okay. last call. It, but, man, I'm not I'm not shutting the door on it being a possibility. That's for sure. And what is your explanation of uh, the nay? It's just so bizarre. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and because of the discrepancies, I mean, again, just because someone sees a Bigfoot doesn't mean that it's big or doesn't mean it has big feet. I mean, they range in size. Human beings are range in size, for gosh sakes. Look at me and you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Well, when you think about it, Bigfoot is bizarre. The Loch Ness Monster is bizarre. Absolutely. You know, things that that, uh, have been seen so many times. I know, I know. But, I mean, I know this goes a little bit, beyond bizarre but it's still you know like dog dog man you know which is we're hearing more about lately yeah very bizarre but people swear they see him you know what kind of this this kind of is similar to is is mothman it seems like they're just in the physical descriptions there you go that's and that's another one you can add to that uh that's bizarre but uh there's great storyline and oh it is credibility there um, I don't know what you hit on your microphone, but I'm hearing a bunch of back noise or something's going on right now, Mike. So. <laughs> no, not that. <laughs> Definitely not that. Um, okay. okay, okay, it went away. It went away. I don't, that was weird. I, <laughs> I sincerely did get a lot of like 
like weird sounds hmm. out, out of nowhere. That was interesting. Maybe a bat squatch just flew over your house. Kind of. I should. I should uh, pop on the EMF. Yeah, that was interesting. It really did. <laughs> I don't, yeah, uh, it wasn't just on anyway. my end. That was. Well, I mean, it was on my end, but uh, uh, it it was picked up on the recorder, so that's interesting. Hmm. But uh, well, at least it says it was on my Audacity software here. We shall see. We shall see if it was picked up. Well, when Mike, it's um, back, it will you will hear Ted House. Yeah, that's right. This is Ted Bundy, it's and you, house. you're an asshole. And I'm like, oh, get out of my house, Ted. <laughs> oh, by the way, I need to um, uh, if you listen to our first portion of this episode, the haunting of Ted Bundy, which went awesome. That was oh, it was a fantastic. Fantastic discovery. I want you to correct myself. Because we briefly talked about uh, Ted's maybe potential first victim when Ted was only 14 years old and he murdered a neighbor. I I said it was Lynette Culver. She Mm -hmm. was a victim of his. She was a 12-year-old victim of his later on in his murder spree. 12 years Mm -hmm. old. What a... Anyways. Yeah. But the one that is still unsolved that people may... Or people do believe that may be involved with Ted Bundy. Her name was Anne-Marie Burr, and she was only eight years old when she disappeared, and Ted is a prime suspect still to this mm. day. But crazy. No one will ever know. I wanted to clarify that. So, <sighs> Yeah. Well, Mike, this has been a blast. Again, thank you so much, buddy. Um, any parting shots for our paranormal pals this evening? What say you, Mike? What do our buddies out there in listening podcast world need to do? Are we talking about the peace out thing? Oh, you want you don't want to quit yet? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, peace out, people. <laughs> <laughs>